day just out in front of us I know will surely come That eastern sky will open wide Revealing God's dear Son And I know from here to heaven Is but a twinkling of an eye And in the midst of all His glory We'll hear the sweetest cry Welcome home
welcome to A Few Minutes in God's Book. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from Good Fight Baptist Ministries in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. Thank you so very much for taking the time to be with me today to hear the message that I have for you. And I pray that it's a blessing and a help to you. Amen. Uh, so uh, what I'm going to do today is uh, I'm going to continue on uh, with the series uh, Christ's Purposes. And this is part four uh, continued. And uh, this is dealing with uh, Christ's purpose of calling sinners to repentance. Okay, so yesterday we looked at sin. And so today we are going to look at repentance. Okay, so let's go to Acts chapter 20. Acts chapter 20. And uh, we'll start in verse 17. And we will go to verse 21. Acts chapter 20, starting in verse 17. Verse 17 of Acts 20 in the King James Bible says, And from Miletus he sent to Ephesus, and called the elders of the church. And when they were come to him, he said unto them, Ye know from the first day that I came into Asia, after what manner I have been with you at all seasons, serving the Lord with all humility of mind, and with many tears and temptations, which befell me by the, lay, by the lying in wait of the Jews. Verse 20, And how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have showed you and have taught you publicly, and from house the house and then verse 21 testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ um there are there are some that say that when it comes to repentance, a person needs to uh, repent of their sins in order to be saved. And then there are some that say, no, you don't repent of your sins. Repentance is something else, and we will get into that pretty soon. Okay, so... Uh, as I say a lot, uh, when it comes to Bible study, uh, there is something that is called the law of first mention. And what that means is you take a word in the Bible such as repentance. Right? You look to see the first time that it's used in the Bible. And then you get a definition. And usually, usually, from the first time that word is used until the last time, that first time that is used sets the tone for what that word will mean throughout the whole Bible, usually. But remember that context, 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 context is the most important. Okay, so um, repentance is found 26 times in 26 verses. The first being Hosea 13, 14, and the last being 2 Peter 3, Verse 9. Alright, so let's look at Hosea 13, 14. 
Jose 13 14. All right. Jose 13 14 says, I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. O death, I will be thy plagues. O grave, I will be thy destruction. Repentance shall be hid from mine eyes. So you see there, I will redeem them from death. I will be uh, thy plagues. O grave, I will be thy destruction. Repentance shall be hid from my eyes. So God is not going to change his mind about that. Alright? So repentance is a change of mind. Now go back to our text verses. Verse 21 of Acts 20. Testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks. Repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Alright, so now, in Genesis 6-7, you will see God repenting of something. So look at Genesis 6-7. Genesis 6, verse 7. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping things, and the fowls of the air. For it repenteth me that I have made them. So he's changing his mind about creating man. Alright, so. Look at Romans 11.29. Romans 11.29 And let's start in verse 25. For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. And so all Israel shall be saved. As it is written, there shall come out of Zion the Deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant unto them, when I shall take away their sins. As concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sakes, but as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sakes. And then verse 29, look at this. For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Okay, so the gifts that God gives. He's not going to change his mind about those. One gift that we have is the free gift of salvation. God's not going to change his mind about that. Okay? He's not going to take salvation away from us. The calling of God. You see, God called the children of Israel out of slavery and bondage in Egypt so that they could be his people and he could be their God and he is not going to change his mind about it. Alright? He calls us out of this world 
saves us to serve him and to do good works for him. And he's not going to change his mind about it. Okay? For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. When God calls somebody, he's not going to change his mind. Because he calls them for his purpose. Amen? So, look at 2 Timothy 1. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me as prisoner, but be thou partakers of the affliction of the gospel, according to the power of God, who has saved us, and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. You see that? So now, repentance toward God. It is changing your mind about your works, your your uh, vain works to save yourself and turning to the truth of God that only Jesus Christ saves is turning from error to truth. Look at Hebrews 9.14. Hebrews 9.14 Hebrews 9.14 says How much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God Amen. Praise God. So now, <clears throat> the only sin that needs to be repented of when it comes to salvation is the sin of unbelief. Look at John 16. John 16, verses 7 to 9. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away, for if I go not away, the Comforter will not come un uh, unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Now pay attention to verse 9. Of sin, because they believe not on me. So the Jews, they had to believe that Christ was their Messiah. They had to believe in who he was, who he is. But for us, we believe what he did for us and trusted his death, burial, and resurrection, shedding every precious drop of his blood, amen? 
that, oh, I'm wrong. I was trying to save myself by my good works, by by giving to the Lord's work or being a church member or water baptism or, or uh, saying a prayer or whatever. But only Jesus Christ saves. Put your faith in Christ and your trust in Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection. Not your good works. Good works don't save anybody in this church age. Now when it comes to repenting of sins, that is for a saved person. Okay, look at 1 John chapter 1. First John chapter 1. And um, let's start in verse 4. Now let's start in verse 3. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. So the context is fellowship here. Alright, verse 4. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ's Son cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Now pay attention to verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Okay, many soul winners use that as uh, for salvation. But that is not salvation. Okay? That is dealing with fellowship with God. Okay? Because a saved person, they get into sin, and it hurts their fellowship with God. Okay? And then you confess that sin. You, you judge that sin as sin. You confess it to God, and then God cleanses you. And then he puts you back into the right fellowship with him. And in verse 10... If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. So, we are to have daily self-judgment. Alright? Look at 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 28. And we'll go to 32. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Alright, so, so if we do not confess our sins to God, as a Christian, alright, then, then God is going to chastise us. 
Okay, so we have to judge that sin is sin, confess it to God, and then God cleanses us, put us back in the right fellowship with Him. It's about our daily walk with the Lord. Okay, uh, so... Um, so now when it comes to salvation, I'll say this and I will be finished. But when it comes to, um, to salvation and, and um, repenting of sins for salvation and whatnot, um, look at Jonah chapter 3. Jonah chapter 3. And let's start in verse 8. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn every one from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands. Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? And look at verse 10. And God saw their works that they turned from their evil way and God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them and he did it not. Amen? So, that is repentance. And I pray that uh, this uh, message was a help to you and a blessing to you Pray that it helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. All right. So, uh, before I go, uh, I want to play a song for you. And uh, it's sung by the Sommerdorf family. And it's called One Holy Lamb. Pray it's a blessing to you. Not pay one holy man.
praise God. Praise God. You know, the Lord Jesus Christ, He is our Passover Lamb. He shed every precious drop of His blood for me, for you, for the whole world. He died a cruel, horrible death on that cross. was buried and rose again the third day for me, for you, and for the whole world. If you are not saved, if you have not put your faith and trust in Christ and His death, burial, and resurrection, you know, which is found in 1 Corinthians 15 verses 1 to 4, I want you to know that if you die, you will die in your sin and you will wake up in hell with no opportunity ever again to change your mind about Christ. Acts 16.31 says, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house. Amen. All right. Thank you so very much for being with me. Thank you for your prayers for me and my family, for the ministry that he has entrusted us with. Until next time, God bless you.